young athletes need the tools for success on the field and on the court. And now more than ever, in the arena of business. In the new era of name, image, and likeness, Athletic Architects is here for young athletes and parents to help prepare for your financial futures. Let Athletic Architects start helping you build your house. Visit buildthehouse.com and let's build together. You're listening to the Auburn Express. Powered by the Wall Report. All aboard the AM departure from Platform 334, the Auburn Express. We're running on time and expecting no hiccups. Doing the work, hard work, to bring you the best Auburn sports content you'll find anywhere. All right. Um, let's let's go ahead and transition and talk about Jimbo. Hey, B. Let's talk about it. Brings a smile to B's face every time. This has been a good year, hasn't it, B? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. This weekend, A&M comes to town to face Auburn this Saturday. Another night game. This game will be on the SEC Network. Uh, you see the line listed there, uh, the over and under. Uh, the football power index actually favors Auburn in this. Uh, Texas A&M actually leads this series. Uh, and last year, as they faced off, uh, Auburn lost to the score of 3-20. to 20. Not a favorable outcome. The game sucked. Yes, it did. <laughs> what will happen this weekend as we see the interim coach viewed here as caddy going to be kind of exciting. It was exciting last weekend. Here are our matchups on offense. Now last week we was curious about, we didn't even know what to expect offensively. Uh, But given the limited time, the coaching staff had to prepare all the shuffling, all the changes and caddy kind of talked about that uh, in a few interviews and press conferences. Given a little bit more time to to prepare for AM, are we can we expect the same type of offense or do we, we expect a few wrinkles here and there? What do you what are you guys' thoughts about this? I'll start with you, Mike. Man. Listen, first of all, this is we were picked to finish last in the in the West. Yeah. Uh this game might determine who actually finishes last in the West. Um and Texas A&M is beatable. I saw a stat. Uh, they, I mean, they played an unbelievable amount of freshmen this year. Yeah. Like, it's a crazy amount of freshmen they played so far this year. Um, crazy, man. Yeah, but I'm sorry. After your all-world recruiting class that, according to Saban, you paid for, <laughs> um, this is kind of unacceptable. Um, now, you can say what you want about 3-6 and six Auburn. But three and six A and M after you dumped ninety five million dollars on Jimbo, I don't want to steal B shine right now. Have it, but like I just think this is if you're a Texas A and M fan or alum or you donated even a dollar to this program, you might want a refund. Now that doesn't mean we're going to beat them because we got our own problems, 
Uh, but I think if they continue to use Robbie Ashford right, um, this I think that this um, I think I liked the mix of Jarquez Hunter and Tank Bigsby from the last game. I thought it was a good mix of using those two guys and getting them on the edge. And, you know, uh, I was a little surprised with the play calling. Like, listen, let Robbie run wild, man. Just just let him do his thing. Um, now, they got some things that they need to do with him in the passing game for sure. But right now, just put some W's on the board. Um, you know, let, you know, get Tank and Jarquez in space and get Camden Brown the ball. Come on, man. Get Camden Brown the ball. So uh I like I actually like this matchup with AM's defense. I actually like this matchup. Um I mean offensive line is what it is, which is why Robbie is so important. Right. But uh I like I like this matchup. I think Auburn can take take this defense. Uh I your thoughts about right tackle. Um mm. saw some people mention that Troxel is out. He was announced that he will be out for the rest of the season. So yeah. Coffee uh steps in for him at right tackle. And this has been a offensive line that has had no shortage of guys being injured and out. Yeah. Um so your thoughts about that, does that impact anything? I mean, Robbie's been having to use his legs anyway. Uh so your thoughts about that, I yeah, I mean, so it's it, it worries me in the past game. Um, uh, even though Austin Troxel's not like the best pass blocker, he's been better than what Brendan Coffey has been in small spurts this season. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting because they still have Cam Stutz listed as a left guard as well. I know you asked me about right tackle, but uh, they still have Cam Stutz up there. So that means that Jeremiah Wright, um, they, they weren't liking the things that they saw from him, from him being a little extra. I, I, I kind of liked it, but you know, Hey, that's <laughs> not my decision. So it is going to be interesting to see how physical we can be in the run game. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't, I just, I don't know what to think about this team right now because the team you saw start the game against Mississippi State is not the team you saw finish the game, and it's definitely not the team you saw the eight previous games. So I'm just like, I don't. Who who are we? And really, game to game, I I find myself being like, what team am I watching right now? Like, who who is this? So it's so hard to predict. But um, I'm hoping that um. Coffee comes in and he's physical and we can we can run the ball because we're going to need to be able to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh B, any thoughts? This this is this is uh your time to throw as much shade as you as you could possibly throw. Hey, hey, hey. You know, I, I have I'm I'm kind of tapped out on, on the hate. <laughs> oh I mean, no, no. I, I, I know, like, like, he does he does this every week. He I does just this every got week. back, man. Yeah. I, I need this. There there will be more to say. When we win this game. Okay, all right. All right, I can deal with that. Now, once we win this game, this is a whole other story. Because we have not been the one to put the hurting on Texas A&M thus far. It's been their own making. It's been everybody else getting to jump in there and, and pile on them. So I am I am looking forward to us showing more than we showed last week. As Caddy said, he's like, we didn't really have enough time to do everything we wanted to do. But he said, we'll be ready. The offense will be better early. We won't struggle early. 
like he he said it matter of factly. He didn't he didn't say it like, well, you know, we want to try to play better. He's like, no, we will be better early. We won't get off to such a slow start. It kind of mirrors what he said at halftime when he said, you know, this this team is not going to quit. We're not going right. to quit. Right. Right. Like, right. you know, there's no quitting this team. So, hey, right. I'm with him. I'm with him. I believe it. Yeah. And I mean, I, I believe it, too. <laughs> I, I believe, Candy. Like, I don't nobody who has means what he means to this university is going to speak those words. And you feel like it, it, it can't come back hollow. Like, if he says it, I feel like it's going to happen. He has that kind of effect on this team. So I, I really think we're going to win this game. I, I don't even I don't think the matchups matter as much as they did, you know, like three weeks ago. I think we're going to win this game because different guys calling different plays with a different strategy, putting together a different game plan. And what what this home environment will be for the first time, probably since Penn State. Oh, it's going to be electric. All of these old lettermen coming back to support Caddy Man. And it's a night game, bro. And it's a mm-hmm. night game. And all of the fans who were off the Harson bus who were like, man, F this, I'm not even coming in town. Everybody's back. Wow. Everybody's back. Everybody yeah. will be back. Uh, this, this is going to be a, I don't know how we lose this game, honestly. His, his mannerisms on the sideline were killing me Saturday. Like, <laughs> he was the ultimate cheerleader Saturday. Um, every time I see him, I think about uh, the year he got drafted and he went on uh, ESPN. And uh, Ronnie got drafted before him and they asked him, how do you feel about Ronnie getting drafted before you? And he says, uh, he may have won the war, but the battle's not over. And I was like, hmm? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I loved his energy out there. The players seemed to respond to it really well. Um, and, like, listen, the play calling, I didn't think was too bad. No. I liked the play calling. I thought they did some good things. Uh you know, I think if we could uh, um, oh, let me let me be the first to say this. I've been dying to say this on camera. I am over Anders Carlson. Oh, you're first to say it today. OK, all right. <laughs> I am. over. I've, I've been saying it for I've been questioning this for weeks. You've been questioning it for a while. Yeah. But like I am over Anders Carlson. Totally makeable field goal that possibly changes the, you know, the uh you know the, the the outlook of the game and he missed and i told i was sitting here with my uh, with uh with Deontay Caesar and i was just like he's going to miss this i just knew it in my soul he was going to miss it and i wish we could get over this legacy stuff mm. and just give somebody else a chance because i'll tell you what daniel carlson is killing it in the nfl right now facts <laughs> Uh, Anders Carlson don't look like he has a future in the NFL right now. So, like, um, really I, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't much throw shade at players, but like, I just, I'm, oh, I think I'm over him. I just, you know? I, I really like. I don't know what will do my heart more good. Seeing somebody else kick off just so we have a chance of kicking it into the end zone or seeing somebody else trot out there to do field. I just need one. Can you give me one of the two? I can can live with him kicking field goals. If you just replace it, dude, our kickoff game is terrible, terrible. It's it's just bad. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I just don't understand why like we change, you know, I don't, I I get like, I kind of get it. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's tough when you've got a guy who is literally only behind his brother 
in terms of all-time scoring at Auburn. Yeah. But he's not – he hasn't been – to me, he just hasn't been kicking well since last year. And, like – and, you know, I don't know. You can blame the injury, but at some point, it's costing you games. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because you're not good enough to blow anybody out. So when you get in a tight game, every one of those kicks matters. Right. And if you go out there and you get a 40-yarder, you got to make it. Uh-huh. Anders, I was so over him, man. I'm telling you, my I, my blood pressure was rising just sitting there. <laughs> and my mom was trying to calm me down. She was like, you're still sick. You need to calm down. She heard me yelling from the bedroom. <laughs> and I I just, oh, I don't know, man. I, I hope I hope that they reevaluate that. Yeah. yeah. For sure, for sure. Uh, let's go ahead and flip this real quick, um, B. There we are. How does Auburn stop a chain? Ike shaking his head, which I don't means know, fam. I don't. He on. Well, so he you, on, you 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 notice the the most recent release of the defense. Wesley Steiner wasn't listed as number one on the linebacking chart. Cam Riley Oh, and keep, keep in mind, yeah. and A&M has a worse run defense than Auburn. Barton Lester was actually listed as number two behind him. Okay. Okay. So, well, uh, Riley's back, too, so that helps. Yeah, that, that's Riley. going to be helpful. Um, but, yeah, I don't know, man. That If, if you can limit A-chain, you win this football game. Like, I don't know that there's a way that A-Chain gets 150 yards on the ground and and Auburn's not struggling to stop A&M, right? Like, you got you to gotta put him in the hurt locker, bro. Yeah. yeah. I, I know one thing for sure is, is they ain't got a quarterback. Connor Wegman's decent, though. Like, I, I'll, yeah, I'll say right. this. Connor Wegman is decent. If he, that there's still, a, he's still like, battling this, the flu symptoms and working his way back in. So we, it, it's possible that we don't even see him Saturday. I think he'll start, but if he's, if he's ineffective, they're going to have to go back to Haynes King. And yay, yay. You, might, I about to say, you might as well just like <laughs> yeah, man. forfeit the game at that point. I, I, am, not a, a I am not a believer in Haynes King, bro. Yeah, I don't I mean, even wear yeah. Haynes underwear. Listen, I now, got no love for him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, that was my homage to um, RG3. RG3 makes goofy jokes like that. So yeah, that's okay. funny. Right. Ike said, you know them tidy whities Haynes makes? Nope. <laughs> I ain't wearing them. Uh, well, B tried to tell us about Haynes King a long time ago. And I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't buying it at first, but I, I will, I will admit he was 1000% right about Haynes King being straight cheeks. God, he's awful. Yeah, see, we're still talking about Haynes. <laughs> <laughs> Haynes, straight cheeks. I mean, it all goes together. My, my side hurts. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I still got pain in my side, so laughter hurts. <laughs> Haynes and cheeks <laughs> go together, huh? Oh, they go together. Hey, oh, that's an nil deal. Mike had to go. Okay, cool. That's a good that. one, though. Hangs and cheeks go together. <laughs> yeah, right. I like that. That's, I an like NIL, that. that's an NIL deal right there. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, man. Anyways. All right. Anyways. Um, so that's pretty much the matchup. I mean, that's pretty much the game. I mean, if you're Auburn, Philip Coleman has a great comment here. 
Do we just load the box and just dare them yes. to beat us through the air? Yeah. This is absolutely how you win this game, is that you put DJ James on Stewart. Yep. I think he's a little bit quicker. And well, he's I don't know. I, I listen, it's uh the, the problem you're gonna have is with the slot guy is Muhammad in the slot, right? So you're gonna have mm-hmm. probably Keontae Scott playing him in the slot. Um and AM's gonna try to move them around. And so they're gonna try to identify really early. Are we playing some sort of like matchup man where it's like you got this guy, you got this guy, lock them down type of thing. Um, and you're going to have to make them find somebody else to beat you through the air. And everybody else is just punishing the runner and going after the quarterback. Like that's really the strategy in this game is mix up what you're doing on the back end between zone and man, but you're going to make everything look like man. And you're going to come after whoever is back there in the backfield, whether it's the running back or the quarterback. If they're going to use a mesh point, we're blowing up the mesh point. If they're going to just do toss sweeps, we're we're going to over-pursue the crap out of it. Y'all better run some sort of misdirection, double-reverse crap. like Because otherwise, we're punishing everybody who is behind the line of scrimmage the very minute they touch the football. Facts. Yep. For sure. For sure. For yep. sure. Lawrence Robinson asks, is Puckett healthy? He was listed in the starting lineup. I don't know. He's been kind of banged up the last couple of weeks. Uh, and he yeah. was out early in the Mississippi State game, so I'm not sure what his health status is as far as all of that's concerned right now. Um, Donovan Kaufman's another one who was listed in the um, in the two deep, but uh, he set out Mississippi State. He probably doesn't want to sit out another game, um, but not sure there either. I liked what they had with Jalen Simpson roving around back there, so that's a good thing. But that other safety position was the one where – I, I wasn't really sure what we were getting from product, a productivity standpoint. I don't know what's up with Craig McDonald. Marquise Gilbert got a little bit of time. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do at the other safety position if one of those guys is not there. We know what DJ James can do. We saw a lot of uh, J.D. Rhyme or Rim last week. We continue to see more of him this week, guys? I think for sure. Um, now, Pritchett is still listed as the starter there, but I think that his leash is going to be short. If he's not, if he's out there getting torched or getting penalties, uh, then you're going to see uh, JD come in and play. So uh, I, yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a, he, he's earned that. Um, now he did struggle a, a little bit, like the, the long, if you watch my, my watch the film on the defense, the press man coverage, big play was rim out of position and he got beat uh, across yeah. his face on yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, when he's in there, it's, it's going to be interesting to see whether or not they, because he plays better when he's like the boundary corner, right? And he's got he's pushing guys to the sideline when they're when they're running across his face. He was getting beat a little bit, right? So mm-hmm. um, it's going to be interesting to see how they utilize him. But um, but yeah, I think that you, I mean, if you if you play a a too high safety uh, situation, he's great. Single high, we'll see. Or or uh, you know if they're doing a. Uh, Three high. We'll see. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Got some comments left here. Uh, directed to, uh, to Mike G. Mike G, you're not going to be on a little bit. You're about to get off in a little bit. But Kelsey wants to know, since you're back, Mike G, who do you want to see as our next head coach? Now, Mike, with just to preface, I don't know if you got a chance to watch the weekend tailgate, but uh, we kind of talked a little bit about coaches and who we would we would like to see as head coach. So, Thoughts on that, Mike? Do you have any? Have you been thinking about it? Who would you like to see? Um, you know, 
I think instead of saying who I would like to see, I would like to see a marked change in the way that Auburn does business when it comes to the head coach. So, like, you know, I mean, I've seen a lot of videos out there about is Dion the next coach? And I'm like, not unless we're changing the way we do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, like, I just don't I'm I'm iffy. Right. Because too many comments have been publicly made by other people about them not knowing who they they work. They're going to work for and who's in charge and Yellowwood and all this stuff. And, and you know, it's, it's just it's time. It's time to change the way we do business at Auburn. When it comes to the head coach, we need to hire a guy. We need to give him three years to do the job, three to four years to do the job to recruit. We need to give him the resources. We need to give him the backing. And and they need to get on the same page about, you know, the direction of the program. That's it. Auburn is a tough job because expectations are high, but they make it unnecessarily hard on anybody because – there's some fight, there's always a fight for control behind the scenes. Yeah. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, but I remember hearing when Saban got to Bama, he told he told a lot of the boosters, write your checks and sit down. Right? Um, and let me run my program. Now he ran, he won a championship in year two, so that certainly helped. But three. I think that's was it through two? Oh wait. It was it was three. It was in year three. I thought they won in 08, did they not? The SEC championship? The national they, championship. No, no, they, was, they won. Oh, they won in year three. Um, year two, they went to the SEC championship and lost to okay. Florida, who was the eventual yeah. champion. Okay, fair enough. But like you know, he won quickly, so he he got it. And I, this is that's what I want. I want them. I want our boosters to write write their checks and shut the hell up, yeah. and and get out of it, right? And then whoever we get, because if they hire somebody like Dion, I'm telling you, he's not going to be told how to run his program. Right? He's not. Listen. If they hire Dion, uh, they're gonna be coming in to the stadium to knuck it, knuck if you buck. <laughs> like, I mean, he, you know, pumps in the bump. Like, must be the money. Must be the money. You're gonna play Dion song. What you talking about? <laughs> I mean, he was in that music video. Uh, but, yeah, no, he uh, was. But I, I don't. I, I hope that is not a, a intro, intro video. That's a Hank <laughs> King intro video. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. My bad, cuz. <laughs> oh, 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 so I, <laughs> oh, man, it really hurts. It really hurts to laugh. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm ready. I'm ready to see us change the way we do business. <laughs> Hire a good coach. You know, there's been a lot of talk about Lauren Lane Kiffin away from Ole Miss. You know, um, you know, is Auburn really a better job than Ole Miss right now? Yeah, um, you know, like I mean, it's just, I yeah. So we make it hard on ourselves, and I wish we For would sure. just stop. I wish we would just stop. So, uh, Cleveland Brown, appreciate the super chat. Uh, my apologies for getting to it kind of late. He says, "Good to see you back, my G War Eagle. Your thoughts on everything that happened during your absence? <laughs> Tell us everything, every uh, thought you well, had." Well, just, well, just, just a summation just, of just kind of what... Just summarize life for the last uh, few weeks. Uh, uh, well, look, listen, this is a question about Harson about the coaching change, is what this is. And I'll tell you, um, as somebody who liked Harson personally and had multiple conversations with him, um, he was very gracious with us, certainly. 
Um, and he was very accessible and, uh, you know, this is kind of personal, but I mean, he even reached out to me to make sure my health was doing okay. Uh, since he was let go. Um, so, uh, I can tell you, I can say honestly that now this was a bad fit. Um, but not completely because of Harson. Uh, so, but it was time to move on. I think it was time to move on. I think the the faction of people that never wanted Harson they weren't they weren't going to let him succeed. Right. And um, I also think that he was too slow to adapt in the beginning, right? Like he was too slow to adapt. I think that what one of the things that killed him was the whole experience over talent mantra mm-hmm. just really killed him. Mm-hmm. He had some dogs on the bench. He should have got in the game early mm-hmm. after they won those two games sloppily. Um, and, you know, it was time to get Camden Brown off the bench. It was it's time to get Robbie off the bench. It was just time to just go to the guys that can get it done. And, uh, you know, when he looks look back on it, I mean, there's a lot of conversations that I've had with him and his staff that I can't really share publicly, but I, I know there are some regrets there in the way that they did things. Certainly mm-hmm. there's some regrets there in the way that they did things. And, um, you know, I wish him well in his next endeavor. Uh, I think that I still think that he's a good football coach, but I don't think this was ever going to be the situation for him. So, you know, I wanted badly for him to succeed. I did uh, because I wanted Auburn to succeed, but right. uh, um, it was just, I, you know, three and I mean, well, technically the last loss wasn't on him, but three and five is hard to stomach. Yeah. Right. Right. And especially when you're losing games that you should have won. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So if you, if you beat LSU, right. If you win that game and you win one more, he's still the head coach here. But it was clear that it was trending the wrong direction. Um, I will share this too. Uh, there was a, a there was a faction of the locker room that he started to lose. Um, there was a faction of the locker room that he started to lose, and I think that that was part of what did him in as well too. Like the game planning, um, but ultimately, I think Harson was doomed when Austin Davis did not come to Auburn mm. because Eric Kiesel. Is as is as bad is as bad a, a bad as about as he bad shoots. a coach, yeah, as as I've ever seen. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, I, I'm t- you're talking about a guy that I I heard no good things about from players, from family. Like, you know, uh, Eric Kiesel was not. A, I mean, he was like way down their list in terms of offensive coordinator. It just kind of stuck him in there. I think I think Harson mm-hmm. should have gotten more involved there, really. Uh, to save this season. That was weird, Mike, because at one point he was planning on being very involved with the offense. Right. And it seems like as we got closer to the season, he backed off and gave it to Kiesel. He told Ike and I straight up, Eric Kiesel is going to call plays. And we were like, uh, okay, cool. Like, you know, I mean, if you believe in them, you believe in them, I guess. But, um, you know, it, I don't, it just, we had no offensive identity. What was our offensive identity this year? Yeah, I mean, it it was hard to watch, right? And so, um, 
you know, the change was was necessary. I appreciate everything he tried to do for Auburn. He tried to do things the right way. He did. Um, and this is not all on him, but, you know, he certainly had, I think, his what I, I don't I don't know if flaws are the right word, but I mean, he certainly had his hang ups that, you know, hopefully when he reflects on his time at Auburn and he gets his next job, he will not make those same mistakes because the pressure is high in the SEC. Right. And people want to win now. Right. And, um, you know, there was a lot being said about, like, if recruiting were better you know, maybe we could tolerate a little bit more of this. But, you know, it's getting tough. It's getting tough to recruit. It's it's hard to get out there. I mean, you really have to have the energy. I mean, it's a young man's game, mm-hmm. recruiting, being out on the road, constantly trying to convince kids that your school is the school where they will find success and make it to the next level, right? And even if you do do that, Jimbo is proven that that's not guaranteeing success either if you don't know what you're doing. With the X's and O's, right, right, and development. So, I mean, the SEC man is eat or be eaten, and unfortunately, I think this staff got eaten, right. And uh, when you saw the list of people who were out, right, it was uh, they put a graphic out with Harson. It was Harson and Kisau, and was it Schmetting? Bedell. Bedell. Yeah, Bedell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> right. Bedell was out, and I was not shocked to see Kisau on that list. Yeah. I was not. So, I mean, I mean, that's just my thoughts. Like, um, that's just my thoughts on on everything. It's 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 a grind. The SEC is a grind, and when you come in, you have to be ready and energized for that grind. And you can't sit back because everything you're not doing, the next coach is. Everything you're not telling a recruit, the next coach is. Now, the, the offseason drama certainly didn't help him. I mean, I think we gave our rivals a lot of negative recruiting tactics that hurt his coaching staff, and they didn't have a plan to overcome that either. So, you know, hopefully this whole fiasco, again, just marks a change in the way that Auburn decides to do business moving forward as it pertains to the head coach. But, I mean, I'm really disappointed in all sides on this. I really am. Like, if if you're asking me, you know, where the blame lies, it's everywhere. This was a mess from the start, right? This was a mess. Yeah, I mean, the the unfortunate reality is it's, it is, yeah, like there's a bunch of people who you can blame for this, but, you know, and and this is what I said a couple of weeks ago the the stuff that, that Brian Harson could control, he didn't control very well. And that's what ultimately was his undoing. Like, the stuff that's outside of your control, fine. But you got to do something with the stuff that's in your control. Right. He just didn't do it. Right. So, right. right. Yeah, you had an opportunity to make them look worse. And you and you actually ended up justifying Correct. a lot of the stuff that they did. So, yeah, you got to be able to control. Which, and he said that. We can control what we can control, but he couldn't do it. You had to get it done.